0: Hello, and welcome to From the Hip Flask with me, Rob Allenson, spirits writer and bass player. In these liquid love letters, we ask some of the Drinks World's biggest names what they would take with them if they were cast away into the unknown. Five spirits, one luxury, and one album. Discover the choices and the reasons why from our castaways as we delve into From the Hip Flask. different there to start with. Normally a play, a thing I've been working on with the bass, but Is, my daughter, came up with this during her music lesson this week, and I thought I'd share it, I quite liked it. Anyway, it's been a quiet week here in Dullingham, on the edge of Cambridgeshire and Suffolk, nestling into the Fenlands, and despite the changes in lockdown, Nothing much here is, has changed. The wheat and the barley that we pass on our ride-outs and surrounds us has been reaching out sunwise for uh, quite a bit now, and it's starting to ripen. Summer is certainly getting into its swing here in the northern hemisphere. We've seen more deer on our ride-out, fallow deer. Uh, we hear muntjac all the time, but I think because there's less cars, they're exploring further afield. My apologies for a little bit of silence of, of late. I've not put a, a podcast out for a while. I took a week off to go camping. When I say camping, I mean in the back garden, which was uh, was quite fun. and left a big scorch mark in the middle of the, the lawn there. But now I should be getting back on track. Coming your way in the next few weeks, I've got Trevor Schneider from Raker Vodka. Megan Murdoch from Glenrinnes Distillery, Dr. Don Livermore, the master blender at Hiram Walker, and Raymond Davidson from Glencairn Crystal. In a couple of episodes' time, this podcast is going to be coming a teenager. And I thought I might do a little giveaway, give it being from the hip flask. I thought, why not give away a hip flask and dig something interesting out from my, from my shelves? So, what do you think? If you fancy, fancy it, fancy a, a shot at it, um, maybe even discuss the whiskey, I don't know. But if you fancy it, let me know. Anyway, let's get on with the show.
1: Hi Rob, uh, this is Angela Dorazio from uh, Sweden, from MacMira Swedish Whiskey. I'm calling you from uh, just outside of Stockholm, Sundyberg, and uh, I'm delighted to be here talking to you.
0: Hey, excellent. And how, how is life out there at the moment?
1: Uh, uh, today it's nearly winter. Uh, I think we just had a, a bunch of snow up at the distillery. Um, we had some snow here in Stockholm yesterday but um, cold winds and gray and, and uh, sort of a setback to April I would say. But other than that, um, all good. Um, I'm at home. Um, I miss my dog though. She's she's at the daycare. She's usually here with me. But uh, um, yeah, I'm home. I'm working from home. I am uh, some samples here to test, some whiskey samples to uh, to go through, I had to go uh, through a little blending session, I had to mix a couple of other things that are secret right now and uh, then uh, write some stuff on my computer, actually write a lot of stuff on my computer, um, go for a little walk, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's quite okay.
0: That yeah, sounds quite sounds quite idyllic. So MacMira has been pretty well received by the rest of the world. Do you think once all this is over, we're going to see? Are we, I mean, you've said that there's something secret going on at, at at the moment. Are we going to see more stuff coming out from you guys in the future? More experiments?
1: Uh, well, definitely so. Definitely, we're, and we're always working on something secret, you know. So it's like it's nothing.
0: It's nothing. Uh, and you're not going to tell us. <laughs> no, no.
1: I'm not gonna
0: tell you. <laughs> but you, uh, you don't just, yeah. you don't just make whiskey yourself, do you? You also you dance and there's some martial art as well. I seem to remember.
1: Well, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh... Uh, it's a uh, it's a dance called Nia, and um, it, it it includes uh, martial arts um, energies and moves in it. But it's a uh, it's music and it's movement to music and it's. Um, um, feeling good and, and stuff like that but with martial arts as well inside of it yes
0: okay all right well let's let's go on to your your first drink obviously you get you get five spirits of, of your choice to take with you so what, what's the first one you're going to take
1: well the first one is my recent uh, whiskey that just got out a month and a half ago and that's the the green tea whiskey um that that's my that's my latest sort of uh, uh experimental uh-huh. talking, you could say
0: yeah okay so, so tell us a bit a bit more what uh, why green tea
1: Green tea started off as a, as an idea when I was in in Japan I've been to Japan once and uh, I fell in love with you know all the food and the people and uh, Whiskey and the nature and everything, and one of the things that I that I tasted there was absolutely fabulous green tea, like completely different bogging than the one I've been drinking at home, and I I just sensed that it was very much like um, um, in the same area of uh, of uh, character of, of aromas and and beauty that good whiskey had, so I thought like I need to see if they go together and from there uh, I did my little test cask as I often do the 30 liter one and then I saw it went beautiful together and then I bought four uh, vintage tea leaves from my friend Yoko Ono in Sweden who's a tea grower uh, and, and from there on it, it went. So it, uh, I had four different Japanese tea uh, leaves that I macerated and then I did um, yeah. I seasoned with some casks, uh, quarter casks and then I, I had the whiskey. Um, after that I had the already ready whiskey sort of, but uh, seasoned it for 19 more months um, in the tea casks. And, uh, and then I blended it. So I didn't use all the different uh, four ones in the exact same amount, but, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really pleased with uh, what came out of it.
0: Cool. And uh, does it take any of the the, the tannins from the, the tea, or is it is it more sort of sweetened green, I, I'd sort of say?
1: A little um, addition of tannin. It's not, it's not, um, it's not super uh, much, but it's uh, it's there. But then it has a lot of um, uh, green um, aromas to it that are fantastic, and then, then you can say toasted tea aromas as well from the hojicha uh, uh, leaves and stems that we used.
0: So that that's number one. What are you going to take for number two?
1: Um, Number two, I'll take uh, I'll take the Moment whiskey that I just released, the Moment 22, which means catch 22 uh-huh. in Swedish, and that's uh, that's an interesting story. It's um, the the some of the very first casks that we did at MacNira. We did a series. I don't know if you if you were. There, then, when we produced our first bottlings, uh, the Preludiums. Oh,
0: yes, yes, I remember them. Do you
1: remember them? Uh, so they were very young, and we, we, uh, you know, we were absolutely frank about that fact. Uh, but we got a lot of critics for that very young whiskey. As I think people back then didn't understand it. Yeah. Uh, they They were only used, at least the Swedish people were very much used to older Scottish whiskey. Anyway we did a lot of it and uh, I would say half what we produced remained in our warehouse as bottled whiskey and uh, uh, because the Swedish monopoly stores didn't buy more than half of that stuff and and then the rest we we weren't able to sell it. So we took it back we put it back into uh, Swedish oak, um, small uh, casks of Swedish oak and it stayed there for three and a half half years. So now it's um, so it's a mix between all the six Preludiums, you could say, um, that has been laying in ca- in in, um, in glass and then back to casks for three and a half more years. So it's between six and a half and and eight years old, I would say, eight and a
0: half perhaps. Wow! And is um, this? Yeah. Is this available to on the market at the moment?
1: We, I think, we released uh, eighty bottles in the UK, and they are. I think they're gone, but we still have some bottles left that we can sell. And I think, I think we, I think we still sell them on our web shop.
0: Yeah. Mm. Nice. So, so two Swedish whiskies already. Um, where are we going to go for number three?
1: <laughs> was that a hint? <laughs> something else? Uh, no, no, no.
0: It's 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 your packing, so it's your choice.
1: <laughs> no. All right. So for number three, I'll I'll choose a rye whiskey, a uh, Roaming Man Tennessee um, whiskey. I think it's a straight rye whiskey uh, that I tasted when I was over in America uh, just a couple of months ago on um, the American Distilling. Institute's uh, big uh, craft competition that they have, and yeah. it was yeah, it was fascinating. I mean, I tasted so many good rye whiskies, uh, and this was one of them. But uh, I've never heard of it before. It's probably a small uh, small producer. It's called Roaming Man.
0: Roaming Man. Okay. From,
1: Whiskey, yeah. For the wandering spirit. Yes.
0: Ah, from Tennessee. So, so have you have you tasted? I mean, obviously, apart from the distillers competition in America, have you have you tasted much rye before?
1: Uh, Well, I yeah, I think every time I've been to the US, uh, I've I've always tried to update myself on on rye whiskey, and I really like it. I really enjoy the the, the roughness of, uh, of a good rye whiskey. Yeah, the, the first one I think I drank was the, the Papi van Winkel a 13 year old that I bought, uh, like 15 years or 20 years ago. I think today that, that bottle is worth an, a ridiculous amount of money if I, <laughs> if I would have it, uh, you know, unopened. But, but, um, yeah, so I,
0: I really enjoy rye Whiskey Yeah, well actually on that, is uh, are you a, a collector, a hoarder or just a, a drinker of whisky? Where do you stand?
1: <laughs> well, uh, I started off as a collector um, in the early days when I was working with the Glenmorangie a bit and then when I worked with Acurat the whiskey bar in Stockholm, I definitely became the collector. I I, I spent too much money on whiskey at that time. <laughs> but nowadays I think i more of a... Uh, I just buy the stuff I really want and drink.
0: Yeah. So buy buy and drink. That's it's a good way forward. Yes. Okay. Well, on that, shall what
1: we go? What, what, what about you?
0: Oh me, I I hoard actually for for certain occasions, but I I don't collect. No, it's not not my thing really. I think mm. I I kind of think whiskey was made to be drunk. You know. Yeah. I agree
1: on that.
0: Yeah. So on that, let's let's go to whiskey number four then, or spirit number four.
1: Ah, uh, whiskey number four. I'd say it's uh, yeah. I'd say it's an Irish whiskey. It's a teeling. Uh, okay. And I I don't recall the name of it. Uh, I finished the bottle. Uh, few weeks ago it was bourbon cask um, pure bourbon casks and it was really really you know a great version of pure bourbon casks i, I think it was a, a natural strength one with with um, i don't know it didn't say the age on it but it was what, 10 years old or something
0: yeah so lots Just, of sweetness yes, uh,
1: Yes, just pleasant and simple, and and fruity and alive, and, and uh, very easy to, to indulge in.
0: Yeah, and do you, have you been across to Teeling?
1: No, I haven't. I I um, I was over on Ireland a couple of times many years ago, and the last time I was invited, uh, that was when. Was a small distillery that was inaugurated. I think the teeling guys that before they became teeling were involved in this. Uh, Oh God, my my head and names. (laughs) Uh,
0: It happens to (laughs) us all. Don't worry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it was a small distillery in a very old distillery. (laughs) Does this say anything?
0: (laughs) Wait, was it (laughs) Kilbegan?
1: Yes, no, uh, Kilbeggan. the old distillery was an old steam distillery, and we were there, a lot of us, and it was Michael Jackson was there, and I was there, and we were, uh, and Marshall Miller, and a lot of people, and they were inaugurating this, this small, small uh, piece of new equipment that they called something else, was it Kielbergen?
0: Okay, it, it'll be a mystery. Maybe somebody will know the answer to it. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Uh, okay, so from from Ireland, then your final whiskey. This is the last one you get to choose. What do you, What are you going to choose for the the big finale? I'm going to choose Ardbeg, actually. Ardbeg. As,
1: yes, as a as a, as a place and as a whiskey. Um, I really miss Isla, and ardbeg is one of the, the magical places in my in my memory, um, where I've done a lot of uh, fantastic travelings too, and I met many wonderful people, and I've tried so many good whiskies.
0: Uh-huh. Is there a particular bag you'd choose? Yeah,
1: uh, a, a committee bottling that I had that was. Twenty-one year old. Um, I think it was a like his first film, Cherry Cask. That was amazing.
0: Yeah, and are you a big, big fan of of Pete then?
1: I'm very much a person that drinks. I like anything that is good. Um, Maybe I'm drinking a bit less of of the super peaty stuff nowadays as I'm. I'm not smoking cigars anymore or I'm not using tobacco as I used to do. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm kind of a bit more... My taste buds are, are liking the, the lighter stuff nowadays, I think. But definitely, I love I love um, a Petey Whiskey. Uh, yeah. That's like... Uh, if you're Scandinavian, it's, it's strange not to like the smoky stuff. <sighs> it's like in our D.
0: I was going to say, what what is it about the Scandinavians and peated whiskey? Uh, they just seem to go mad for it.
1: Well, it's in our DNA, you know. We've we've been sitting since the ages of, of um, the caves with our fires, and we've been smoking our meat, and we've been smoking our mead and our beers, and and uh, that has been it, it's. It's like it's a, it's a taste profile that reminds us of our ancestry. I think.
0: Yeah. Do you, do, you, do you think yeah. that that whiskey, out of pretty much every drink, um, retains that power? That power to sort of speak to your DNA and and bring you back to back to the past or somewhere else.
1: I think so. I think. I think. A a good whiskey absolutely does that. It's it's the um, the reminder of of um, yeah all the all the good things in life. Yeah, you're absolutely right.
0: Okay, well speaking of good things in life, we we will give you one luxury to take with you into into isolation and the unknown. So what would you take with you?
1: One luxury.
0: One luxury. Yeah, things, things to keep you keep you happy.
1: Right. I think I'll take Paul McCartney with me.
0: <laughs> OK. I, I'm not too That's sure whether... That's a luxury. It's... Yeah. That's a luxury. You know, he, he's,
1: he's probably very expensive to bring uh, into isolation from his family with me.
0: Yeah, OK. What is it about Paul McCartney that you consider a luxury?
1: Well, you know, he would he would be there. He would have, definitely have to bring some some uh, musical instrument with him. And then he could, you know, he could play his songs and he could play he could tell me the stories of what they did back then and he could show me pictures. Oh, okay, so, Paul McCartney instruments and a computer with old because photos so,
0: <laughs> okay that's
1: inclu- that he, that's that's included with Paul mccartney but you know so he could tell me all his stories and and then he could sing me a song and then he could show me some more pictures and then we could talk about you know all the things that were and and i could listen to his wonderful voice and and you know so oh. having the time with Paul.
0: Okay, we'll we'll let you get away with that one, and so <laughs> that that leads us neat, neatly into an album to take with you. Although you've clearly got a lot of music in Paul McCartney, what what album specifically would you take?
1: Well, uh, if it's a Paul McCartney uh, album, I would say uh, one of the Wings albums, uh, Band on the Run
0: ah yes yeah good album and mm. uh, do, does that connect into your does it have specific memories into your past or just good fun put on the car radio and rock out driving to work
1: well, uh, well yeah it connects to my childhood a bit you know I was I was um, I was reading the the, the papers uh, the magazine the glossy magazines and um, they weren't that glossy at that time but from the 60s and I I I was really into Beatles when I was uh, younger but I was of course too young but, but uh, I was a bit annoyed that that was too young but I I read all the stories and I I listened to all the records I had all the Beatles records at home the the, the original ones the the albums and then I I uh, I went on. I went on from there, and I went to to the Wings, and uh, and I really love them. And that was in my teenage years, and, and um, so it really connects me back to my, mm. my my teenage years. Yes, and and I still love some of the songs are fantastic. I, I just have a, a Paul McCartney Spotify list that I listen to once in a while, and some of the songs from from that area are are. Just invigorating
0: and, and lovely and, and fun and, and Yeah. Uh, as a as a wings fan, what did you think of Guns N' Roses version of Live and Let Die? Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Accepted. Okay. All right. Before we let you go, um, what's the easiest way to follow you on social media if people want to find you and see what's happening at MacMira? Um,
1: I'd say to follow MacMira is to go to MacMira Whiskey or MacMira Whiskey uh, UK. To follow me specifically, then you have to ask for my friendship because I have a closed account. Ah. Because all the all the weirdos. Fair Uh, enough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then you have to follow Angela's share with 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 double S in the middle there. Angela's share. Okay. Uh, Yeah, and and you're welcome to to uh, to do that it, it's it's a mix of whiskey life uh, dancing life uh, dog life and you know and some, some philosophy as well i'm very philosophical
0: um, uh, yeah the time. There, there has to be some dogs on there somewhere <laughs> yes, yes yes yeah okay well with that thank you very much for your time and off you go bye bye <laughs>
1: thank you rob bye
0: A small dilemma here. I was hoping to leave you with the musical delights of Sir Paul McCartney, the iconic left-handed violin Hoffner playing melodic genius. Uh, Such lines as come together and live and let die. But the hosts of this podcast, Anchor and Spotify won't let us use any of the Beatles, or in fact Wings, or in fact Guns and Roses, so I couldn't even play, play that cover version. I was even hoping I could have left you with Mull of Kintyre, but no, none of that. So, if you know the Paul McCartney back catalogue well enough, I'm hoping you're going to appreciate this. So... Thanks for listening and remember to give us a like, give us a thumbs up, leave any comments you fancy and see you next time. Cheers for now.